This Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, I've taken a somewhat different approach as to how we approach the Avodah of the day, the service of the day, the practice of the day. What are we meant to be doing during this time? And generally during Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, these days filled with awe and wonder are days where we focus on Hashem's judging us and us standing before Him in judgment, starting with Rosh Hashanah, going through the 10 days of Teshuvah and uh, climaxing over the period of Yom Kippur. And I've urged people to take a slightly different approach. And yes, while of course understanding the importance of standing before Hashem and on the day of judgment, to understand it from a slightly different perspective or perhaps a dramatically different perspective. And that is based on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that Kol HaMavir Al Midotav Rava says, anybody who is flexible with the way he judges other people uh, and is not so meticulous if people hurt him or damage him, he's willing to let things go. Ma'avirin lo'a kol pesha'av, Hashem lets go his sins. Uh, Hashem is willing to forgo some of his, his, his sins and to see him also in a more flexible and a lighter way. And my point has been that we determine how Hashem judges us. It's all very well that we stand on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and we appeal to the judge of judges, to God, to, to judge us favorably and so on. But we can do something about it. We actually, actually can calibrate the way Hashem views us and judges us during these days. And what is the technique? What is it that we need to do? And it is understanding the process of slicha, mechila, and kapara. We'll say many times over Yom Kippur, Salach lanu, forgive us. Mechal lanu, forgo uh, our, our sins. And kaper lanu, atone for us. What is the difference between these two ideas? Salach lanu, mechal lanu, and kaper lanu. Salach lanu is forgiving, uh, understanding and, and, and forgiving the action. But over Rosh Hashanah, we focused on the idea of mechila, what, what mechila means, and we demonstrated that mechila does not mean I make as if nothing happened. I make as if you never did wrong to me. I'm, even if I'm feeling aggrieved, I, I, I just push, push it aside. That's not what mechila is. Mechila is viewing the person who did wrong from a different perspective. The idea of, of Hashem getting up from Kisei Din and Yoshev al Kisei Rachamim, Hashem gets up from his throne of justice and moves across the room and seats himself on a different throne, the throne of mercy, is that he can take a different perspective on the world and he can see the world through an, a lens of empathy and understanding realizing that, that none of us have gone about to do bad things and to be evil. We've all tried to do our best. And when Hashem sits in the Kisei Rachamim, uh, He sits on the throne of mercy, that's what He does. And we discuss in Rosh Hashanah, the Medrash saying that He does that because He hears the Shvarim Tru'ah. When we blow our shofar and we start with a powerful tekiah and we end with a powerful tekiah, both of them uh, victorious comments, de declarations, we have been victorious, we have won, we are winning, we will overcome, all of these wonderful phrases that we tend to use. Hashem hears those tekiot, but He also hears the shvarim, the truah, the sob, and the cry. And he understands that sandwiched between our declarations of well-being and victory, our Facebook images, our social media images, Hashem hears the quiet sob. He hears the fragility. He hears the sadness and the struggles that each of us have had to deal with in our own ways during the year. And he sees our transgressions from a perspective of rachamim, of empathy. And that's what mechila is. Mechila comes from 
the it's the same word as we have in the in the area of nedarim of vows lo yachil dvaro a person should not make his words his vows not matter and that's the word of mechila lo yachil dvaro and we learn from there what it is to to be mochil to forgive forgiving doesn't mean wiping it out as if it doesn't exist mechila means making it matter less yes we're feeling aggrieved about something and whether we're judging somebody else or we're judging ourselves we're feeling disappointed in ourselves just make it matter a little bit less because you change your perspective and you see the person who did the wrong which might be ourselves or somebody else who did a wrong to us we just see that person from a perspective of empathy from understanding their struggle and their fragility So that's mechila. After slicha, which is a person apologizes and we accept an apology, then we move into mechila, changing the perspective and the lens with which we view the person in such a way that the transgression, the sin, the wrongdoing, doesn't matter as much. That's what God does for us on Rosh Hashanah, and that's what we need to do for ourselves and for our friends. But it goes further on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we're, we're invited to do something superhuman, to be the angels that we are on Yom Kippur, to do something that humans can't do. We need to get to a level of superhumanity. And that is not just to say slicha, to accept an apology, and not to do mechila, which is to be able to view things from a different perspective so that the wrongdoing doesn't matter as much. But kapara, Kapara comes from the, the kaporet, was the lid that was placed on the ark in the temple. Kapara, Yom Kippur, means to put a lid on it, to seal it and put it away. Once again, if somebody's done something wrong or we've done something wrong, it isn't completely eradicated, but we can lock it away. We can deal with it, apologize, see it from a different perspective, make it matter less. And then on Yom Kippur, there's one further step, to seal it, to lock it away. And we know this is the day of Chatimah, and we use the word of sealing. We use the word in connection with sealing our judgment. But there's another element of Chatimah, of sealing, sealing our sins away. Hashem is willing to lock our sins away and seal them in a way that they never opened again. When the luchot, when the tablets were put into the ark and they were, the kaporet was placed on top of the ark, the lid was put on top with the angels on top of the lid, it wasn't opened again. Nobody opened it to have a look at the, at the luchot. It remained sealed. And so it is on Yom Kippur. Hashem can seal our sins, our wrongdoings, and put them away as if they don't exist. But for that, we also need to be able to seal the wrongdoings of others towards us. Put them away and let them be, not revisit them anymore. And so with our own disappointments in ourselves, to be able to put them away. Let's deal with them on Yom Kippur. Let's look at them in the face. Let's apologize to ourselves, to our fellows, uh, our fellow friends and to Hashem Himself. Let's do mechila, understand the perspective. We've had a difficult time. We've come through difficult years. We've dealt with stress and with hardship and with loss. And things haven't been easy. We've tried our best, but haven't always been successful. Just see it from a softer lens. But then still on Yom Kippur, do kapara. Put the lid on the wrongdoings. Seal them. And don't revisit them again. So that's the special opportunity of Yom Kippur. And I want to wish you, uh, each one of you, a gemar chatimah tovar, a, a good sealing. So that, uh, in fact, 
after working through our wrongdoings, our disappointments, the things we could have done better, uh, we're actually able to go through the three stages, to do the slicha, to forgive ourselves, to accept our, our apologies, to see ourselves from a different perspective, the mechila, and then the kapara, to put them away, as after Yom Kippur we will move into a bright, wonderful new year of joy, abundance, good health and growth.